Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. We are recording this on Sunday afternoon, 4.39 p.m. Eastern Time. It will drop in your feed on Monday morning. This is the program that is holding your hand, helping lift you up, and hopefully not bring you down too much, unless you act like a knucklehead, and then we're going to bring you down. We want to help take the mystery out of this crazy period of time, focusing on your money during the pandemic and trying to get you set up for the week ahead. I don't know what's going to come. Nobody knows what's going to come. But if you've got a problem and maybe it's keeping you up at night or maybe it's easier for you to focus on your money rather than all the other fears in your life, why don't you give us a holler? Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Kevin writes, uh, I'm 63, retired for two years. I have a pension that covers one half of my basic expenses, and I've been taking out what is needed from an IRA. I haven't tapped into Social Security, no debt, I own my house, and I've got three to four years of cash. Sounds good to me. Here's his portfolio. About $1.3 million, 30% cash, 30% stocks, 36% bonds, 4% other. He said it's moderate to conservative. In the last two weeks, this was at the end of March, so we, he didn't, not since last week, he's lost about 130 grand. So his portfolio is now about 1.1. The losses are cutting into his principal. I believe this crisis will continue for a long time and markets will trend down for a long time. I can withstand the hit to my portfolio if I were to get out now. And I'm really frightened of the possibility of a crash and losing more and maybe most of it if I were to stay in. I don't want to panic, but yet I do not want to be the last guy out. Any advice is valued. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm wondering, Kevin, just in general, you said you've got three to four years in cash. So why are you taking money out of your IRA right now? This is not going to be three to four years. That I don't think it is. I would suspect that if you could just shut your eyes and stop looking at the portfolio and don't take the money out of the IRA, I would use the cash. And I certainly would use my cash for the rest of this year and maybe even for next year. That's why it's there, so that you don't have to invade this account and you don't have to panic. I think that that's probably the best way to proceed. I have a hard time giving you other advice considering you've already prepared for this period of time. Okay, here we go. This is David uh, who wants to know, should we look at rebalancing a Roth rollover in the near future or wait until the end of the year as we routinely have done or wait longer? We're retired ages 66 and 68. We've got federal and state COLA pensions we live in. What is with all these people who have these great pensions? Anyway, let's get back to David. He says they've been rolling IRA money into Roth every year. They've been rebalancing every year in their retirement accounts. They do this all. They draw about 4%. I would love it to be a little bit less. Uh, so here's the deal. I think that actually just stick to the game plan. I, I don't see why you would do this. I mean, I would maybe if you're converting to a Roth, that's great. And if you do all of this at the same time of year, all the time, then keep doing that. Again, just stick to our game plan and not try to outguess what you've already set up. I think you'd be better off. Lolita writes, I listened today and you said no one should have all their eggs in the stock market. Can you elaborate? Yeah, my, I'm going to elaborate by saying that 
there are some people who think they're very bold and they have 100% of their portfolios in the stock market. And they think that that's a great idea because statistically over many years, stocks have been the best performing asset class and they don't want to own anything else. But then when the market falls apart, then they are really on the hook in that in those situations and they have to be able to ride them out. And if you can't, like most people can't, that's why we have diversified portfolios so that when stocks go up or down, there's other assets in your portfolio that move in a different direction. And over time, those balanced portfolios or diversified portfolios should do just fine. But yeah, stocks are the best asset class over time, but no one has the guts to hold on to it that long and it's not worth it. So that's what I mean by that. Dan writes, I was going to retire this month in April. Oh, brother. I'm 67. My 401k was 350 grand. Now it's about 100 less. I've been with the company for 18 years. Oh, my God. He's got 90% in his company stock and 10% in large cap. I'm getting Social Security. I don't know, I don't know what to do. I just started putting in uh, 14% in my 401k since the market is low. I don't know what to say about this, Mark. I, I feel I'm, I'm stunned. Gang, you know how we say you don't want to have too many eggs in one basket? I just was talking about stocks. This is like having too many eggs in one basket times 100. I think it's a terrible thing that companies allow you to have stock in your 401k. And no one remembers this, but you know, 20 years ago, there was a company called Enron. And in the tech boom and bust, Enron was essentially indicted and all the people running it were indicted because they were cooking the books. And here's the problem. All those people who worked for Enron had to be part of a company that went broke. And a lot of the people who were in that company had all their money in Enron stock in their 401ks. So they lost their jobs and they lost their retirement accounts. So if you have the choice of having your company stock in your 401k, could you please try to limit it to 5 to 10% of the overall holdings? And frankly, I think it'll, 5 is really my preference. You guys know that. I'm a total wimp. I don't know what to tell you at this point. I would obviously get out of it and reallocate and, um, and try to be a more balanced investor. That's insanity, really. Steve says we're 64, almost 65, 250 grand in IRAs. Just before this mess, we sold some real estate and we've got, you ready for this? $1.3 million in cash in an online savings account. What should we do? We're okay in a house that we own outright. It's worth 700 grand. We would like to stop working at age 65. Steve, it is time for you to get that money to work. And if you don't know how to get it to work, I think it would be very helpful if perhaps you got yourself an investment advisor pronto. So you could do that by going with an online advisor. You could use a Vanguard personal service advisor, Schwab Intelligent Portfolio. You could go to one of the robos like Betterment or Wealthfront. You could use this company Facet Wealth that we've been talking about. It's a monthly fee and you get investment advice. Or you can go talk to somebody who will help you out, a certified financial planner or investment advisor, someone who's a fiduciary. So you can go to letsmakeaplan.org. You could go to napfa.org, N-A-P-F-A.org. But yeah, I think you just, you're very lucky. You got yourself in a place where you were lucky. You got money to invest. 
So go ahead and invest it. And if you don't want to do it all at once, don't worry. You could certainly do this a little bit at a time. Okay. Last email of the day, Logan writes, in January, my company started offering a Roth 401k option. My contributions have been to the Roth since. I wanted to transfer the balance of my traditional plan into the Roth and pay the taxes now. However, I balked at the tax price tag. I heard you mention the other day that now's a good time to convert your traditional 401k. Since my balance is down 24% right now, I'm seriously considering it. My question, do you pay the taxes on the current balance of the account minus the Roth and employer contributions transferred, or do you pay the taxes based on the total amount contributed into the traditional plan? You pay the taxes on whatever you convert. That's what it is. Yeah, um, I had to read that a couple times. So it's whatever is in that 401k, whether it's your contribution or your employer's contribution. So if there's $100 in there and you put 80 in, your company put 20 in, and you're converting that $100 into a Roth, that $100 is the taxable amount. If you have the money set aside in a different account and can pay the taxes from a non-retirement account, then this can totally make sense. Okay. And Logan ends with thanks a bunch. Love your show. I've listened to every episode. Keep up the good daily work throughout the crisis. People like me need it more than ever. Logan. Well, thank you, Logan. And now Mark, I got a very nice little quote for you. You ready? This is from the Tay of Piglet. It is hard to be brave, said Piglet, sniffling slightly, when you're only a very small animal. Rabbit, who had begun to write very busily, looked up and said, it is because you are a very small animal that you will be useful in the adventure before us. We're all useful in this adventure. I'm sorry we have to go through it. It's really hard. Please stay safe. Please wash your hands. Please, please stay away from others. The social distancing thing really does seem to help. And take care of yourself and take care of those around you if you are fortunate enough to do so. Thanks so much for listening. If you've got questions, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can read the stuff that we're writing. You can listen to old shows. You can watch television segments, of which there have been many lately. And of course, uh, if you've got a question while you're poking around the website, just uh, click on the contact button. We will absolutely be here for you. So we will talk to you tomorrow. Try to stay sane. Take a deep breath. And thanks for listening.